Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thanks so much for joining us. Coming up in just a moment here, Minnesota has called a special session that could actually last indefinitely, according to Governor Tim Walls. Also, Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan says, hey, living in Minnesota is great, but only if you're white. We'll show you that clip coming up in just a few moments. Also in St. Paul, they tore down the Christopher Columbus statue at the Capitol. Now, we're going to start tonight with this. So what our local leaders told us about COVID-19 what the actual data says today, you are going to be surprised, I think. We're going to give you the facts, not fear. Now, back on April 23rd, we had, I guess now, according to last night, former uh, Grand Forks Mayor Mike, Mike Brown on the show talking about the situation at LM Wind Power and the COVID breakout happening there. So please remember, as you watch this clip, uh, Mayor Brown, he is a doctor, a doctor of medicine. Here's what he said about COVID-19 on April 23rd. This is a highly contagious disease. They have a manufacturing plant. We have got CDC guidelines we use to minimize the risk, but it's a highly contagious disease. People are in close proximity in a manufacturing plant. So key takeaway there, highly, you can get rid of Governor Wallace, Zach, highly contagious disease, all right? So that's the key takeaway from that clip there, highly contagious disease. He then suggested that if LM1 power people did not abide by the quarantine orders, if they did not abide by the quarantine orders, he was going to put an ankle bracelet on them. That's in the interview. So people were actually being forced to stay in their home. So I asked him, I said, okay, so how are you going to usurp people's constitutional right to peacefully, peacefully assemble? Here's what he had to say. I think sometimes public safety, and that's why this is evolving. Maybe we have to say, hey, we respect your right for public assembly, but not more than 10 people. And we so you can peacefully assemble, but remember this, just not more than 10 people. So we're going to spread, respect your right to do that, but no more than 10 people. That's important to remember. Then also remember this, we had Fargo Mayor Tim Mahoney uh, also this is important. Also a doctor of medicine, Mayor Mahoney. He was asked by one of our reporters here at Valley News Life, hey, how are you going to enforce this whole social distance measure things, especially at a park, for example? I mean, if people want to go to the park, maybe Island Park might be a good example. How are you going to enforce this social distance situation? Here's Mayor Mahoney back on April 15th. I mean, here in Fargo, I mean, how do you enforce some of these social distancing directives, and including people not going to the park? How is that enforced? Well, right now we have uh, the police are empowered to break up crowds. They have the same fine mechanism as disturbing the peace. It could be a fine of up to $1,000. Uh, your bail is $200 if you're given a ticket at the time. So he just said there on April 15th that, hey, look, if you don't abide by the social distancing measures that are in place right now and you're caught at a park, a Fargo family or anyone in our neighborhood community, you're caught at a park with more than 10 people, you don't social distance, he's going to fine you a G, $1,000. You heard Mayor Brown say this is super, super contagious, right? This is a super contagious disease. Let me show you uh, what was happening at Island Park. Remember all this context here on May 30th for the protest which eventually became a riot here in Fargo. Do these people look like they are social distancing? <laughs> I don't think that's six feet, do you? <laughs> so if a family in our community wanted to go to Island Park, for example, they were gonna get fined a G by a doctor of medicine, Mayor Mahoney, but if you wanna to go to the park and protest and then eventually turn that into a riot, guess what happens? Well, if you guessed nothing, you guessed absolutely right because I actually reached out to the Fargo PD and I said, hey, was anybody in this protest, in these riots, were they cited 
for not social distancing, by not abiding for the social distancing measures, according to the Fargo PD, nada, nobody was even cited for not social distancing. I just want to remind you that the people that you start protesting, they're protesting for equal justice. Uh, so Mayor Brown, doctor, uh, Mayor Mahoney, he says, you know, hey, this is highly contagious. You just had Mayor Mahoney there say, uh, if we don't do this, we're going to fine you $1,000 if you don't social distance. And then I just showed you the video there. People, I mean, literally shoulder to shoulder, long periods of time. Many of them you saw there not wearing masks, clearly more than 10 people in that gathering. So according to Mayor Mahoney, according to Mayor Brown, again, both doctors, Remember, we're talking facts, not here, not fear. But according to what they told us, I mean, there should be a huge COVID outbreak in Cass County right now after thousands of people standing shoulder to shoulder in Island Park. So let's give you some facts, not fear. On June 2nd, Cass County showed a positive test rate of 9.5%. There's the total test, positives. So I want to give you... Um, some time just to show you this because, you know, look, here's the reality. I know it takes time to take the test. We've got to get the results back, all that kind of stuff. But after thousands of people were in Island Park, not social distancing, not wearing masks, what do you think is happening as of late? Well, let's show you the results from today here in Cass County. Uh, here's what the actual results show now, today, if we can bring this graphic up, please, Zach, they should have skyrocketed, right? But the actual facts show you the positive test rate actually went down. The positive test rate actually went down from 9.5% to 9.39%. Now, look, to be fair, all right, this number could go up dramatically in the next week or so. We, we don't know at this point. And we both know there were more than 10 days out from the protest with literally thousands of people standing shoulder to shoulder in a park. And our elected officials, I just showed you, told us how contagious this disease was and how they were going to fine you, a Fargo family, $1,000 for going to a park and not social distancing if there was more than 10 people. And yet, based on facts, not fear, more than 10 days out from that protest, the actual positive test rate has actually gone down here in Cass County. Again, to be fair, a week from now, it could be up. Obviously, we'll have that data for you. But this is why you and I, here on Point of View, have been talking about a lot. Do not, do not fall prey to what I call the white coat syndrome. Right now, folks, we need to be questioning everything that is going on, everything that we're being told. Do your own homework. See what's going on and what, what, what works, what the science is telling you. There's a lot of different studies about what I'm going to show you right now. You may have seen the recent huge news from the WHO, <laughs> the World Health Organization, when one of their representatives was at a presser, answered a question from a reporter, and said this about people that are asymptomatic COVID carriers. Um, we are constantly looking at this data and we're trying to get more information from countries to truly answer this question. It still appears to be rare that an asymptomatic individual actually transmits onward. Say what? <laughs> huh? Did I hear that right? An asymptomatic person, it's very rare for them to actually pass COVID on? Well, more on that in a moment. So we posted this article because there was an article from MSNBC about what the person from the World Health Organization just said there. You can see very rare. So 
look, I know this is an infodemic, right? This is an information war. We've talked about that too, but I took this article, I posted it on our Facebook page, and let me share with you what's happening right now on social media. If we can bring this graphic up, please. Up on Facebook, when we posted, they put a you know warning on there, if you will, saying partly false information. Now, producer AJ is going to explain more detail in a moment because when she saw this, she got very fired up earlier today. Um, but, but this is why it's so critical, like I said before, to question everything. You literally, the question is literally who do you believe, right? The WHO. Who, who do you trust for information right now? The World Health Organization? I don't know. Many people could say that they're a puppet for the Chinese, right? The CDC, they have different information that's coming out. It seems to be every few months. Initially, it was you couldn't touch anything. Then recently, they said, they, you know what? Maybe it's not as transferable as we thought. If you touch things, different studies now are showing that, yes, yes, it is possible, according to some studies, to transfer COVID-19 if you are asymptomatic. So maybe that's partly what Facebook was alluding to there. But then remember, this was a while ago, folks, I showed this to you. A while back, there's another study that shows that there was an asymptomatic person. That person came in contact with 455 people, again, 455, and not one person in this study end up getting COVID-19. So zero for 455, nobody got it. Now, there are some studies that show that you can get it transferred if you're asymptomatic. So I just want to be clear on that. But for more on what's going on here, producer AJ getting fired up this morning because of the social media censorship, wanted to share her point of view on the Facebook claim. This morning, I received a notification on our Facebook page that an article we shared from CNBC may have misinformation in it. So I followed the fact check link to a website labeled Health Feedback and an article titled, People who do not show symptoms can contribute to significant COVID-19 transmission, contrary to the CNBC report. They did make a point of saying that the article has been spread by many Facebook groups which oppose physical distancing and or promote health misinformation. I think that means us. But let's read further. Scientists told Health Feedback that the statements made by the WHO and the reporting by CNBC were misleading and imprecise. Scientifically, the term asymptomatic refers to people who never develop any symptoms. However, non-scientists generally understand asymptomatic to mean people who are not obviously ill with COVID-19 related symptoms. And they go on to say that a lay person's definition of asymptomatic may actually include asymptomatic, pre-symptomatic, and post-asymptomatic. What they're suggesting is that lay persons, you and I, don't understand the difference between asymptomatic, pre-symptomatic, and posi-symptomatic, and might lump them all together under one heading, which would be inaccurate. However, that's not what the CNBC article says. The CNBC article does focus on asymptomatic. There is abundant data showing that people who are not showing symptoms, which could include asymptomatic, pre-symptomatic, and posi-symptomatic, can be a significant source of transmission. Okay, so we know that asymptomatic people may actually have less infection, therefore are less likely to transmit it. And we also know that people that are pre-symptomatic will develop symptoms later and could transmit it then, and then people who are posi-symptomatic could transfer at any time. However, there is a difference between the transfer rates of asymptomatic people 
and pre-symptomatic and posi-symptomatic people. And this article buries the lead on that one because they're suggesting that, yeah, of course, we know asymptomatic people do transmit less. But because you're not smart enough to know the difference, you may not understand that. And you may run around willy-nilly all pre-symptomatic and posi-symptomatic spreading the COVID-19 infection. Does that sound about right? Let's continue. There is still uncertainty over the infectivity of asymptomatic people. That's because we've only been studying COVID-19 for about six months in the United States. Even then, only about three or four out of those six months, it's been actually declared a pandemic. So this is fairly new science. And even the scientific community in the entire world can't agree on that science. And if you remember, just a few months ago, we were being told this is extremely infectious. Do not leave your house, wear a mask, keep social distancing. But somehow this last week, we had thousands of people in parks and walking down streets and riots and protests, and they were just fine. Let us not forget a study on infectivity of asymptomatic COVID-19 carriers where 455 people were exposed to COVID-19 positive individuals and how many of them do you suppose contracted the infection? Zero. Zero out of 455. That is a glaring statistic. So between me, you, Facebook, CNBC, the health feedback articles, and the entire scientific community, we all agree that the transmission rate of people that are asymptomatic is much less than the transmission rate of people who are pre-symptomatic or posi-symptomatic. And that's not what this is about. And the CNBC article isn't technically misleading because that's the information it puts forward. However, what they deem to be misleading is our ability to understand what that means, which is incredibly insulting, and I'm not really sure why Facebook is censoring this in the first place. That's my point of view. Thank you, AJ, for that. All right.